0: Have you recently set some goals for yourself? Look, as an athlete for most of my life and then in the fitness industry, I think I talked about goals nearly every day for most of my life. But you know, when you set a goal and you're sure it's a good idea and you're sure you can do it. I mean, it will be tough, but you're disciplined, right? Yes. Right. You are disciplined and you can achieve the goal if you set the goals the right way. Look, as a Christian woman, I can't set my goals like I always did. I have to take some other considerations into account. And in today's episode, I'm going to share with you exactly what that is. Here come the four main questions I ask myself now, anytime I'm setting a new goal. Welcome to His Word, My Walk where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. I am back from taking a break for the past couple weeks and what a joyful and needed break it was to just focus on family time and spending time with God just to spend time with Him. Not to always ask about business or what this next episode should be or any of that. Although I'm sure he enjoys nearly any conversation I have with him, it was just nice to be out for a walk or sit in quiet together and not talk business. And let me just say... If you feel like your relationship with God or any part of your life is consumed right now with just one thing, maybe it's time to take a little break. Now, your break may not be three weeks like mine was, but maybe it's just one. Maybe it's just one day. Maybe it's just a morning to go for a walk outside alone and not think about what everyone else needs or what is on your to-do list, or asking God what's next, or what to do, or how to do it better, but just to be with Him. Well, I'm feeling so refreshed and excited about this new year. It's always funny to me how a calendar can have so much mental control over us, right? Like Mondays, first of the month, new year, like we wake up and we're mentally ready for a change, or a shift, or a freshness. Well, if you're like 90% of the world, okay, truthfully, I just made that number up. I didn't research it at all, but I feel like it's a lot of the population that makes new goals, new resolutions, new plans, fresh perspective, fresh mindset, and just all the things that come with a new year. Well, if you're like that, then I pray this episode serves you well and can give you some tips and actually some power to continue on and reach those goals, or actually maybe shift your mindset around them, or even shift the goal entirely. So let's just dive right in. I want to share with you the best ways to stick to your new goals. Now, this doesn't just apply to a new year or a new month. This applies to any time you set a new goal. I'm about to share with you the top four questions I ask myself now whenever I set a goal. And I say now because a few of them have just come up in the past year. This isn't just following a plan like setting SMART goals, you know, SMART, S-M-A-R-T, Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. Although I have used that acronym and that method in the past, and I do see success with it, I've finally come to the realization that there are some other crucial questions that I need to address when it comes to setting goals for my life, especially as a Christian woman. So here I am to share them with you. The first thing I found myself asking myself, (laughs) Austin Powers moment there for those of you who grew up in the same decade as me. (laughs) So anyway, the first thing I found myself asking myself is who decided on this goal? Now, you may think this is kind of crazy because of course you did. It's your goal. Oh, but did you really? Like, let's take weight loss, for example. Did you really decide this is a goal you want to achieve right now? Or was it a doctor telling you, you better lose weight or else? Was it society shoving images down your face on social media of what you now think you should look like? Or was it actually you? Was it actually you making this powerful choice and decision for yourself that now is the right time and you truly want to accomplish this goal? I believe this question is important because in order to achieve any goal you set for yourself... There has to be a desire there, like a desire within you. If you set the goal out of pressure from someone else, there's a good chance you won't carry it through and you might even begin to resent that person who pushed you to make the goal in the first place. Even if the goal would actually be beneficial for you. And you may even begin to resent the entire process of what could potentially help you in the long run. But because it wasn't your goal in the first place, Now you're just frustrated, and since it wasn't your idea in the first place, why not just quit? Okay, number two. Did I consult God on this goal? Now, maybe this should have been number one, but I hope you go through all four so the order may not be as crucial. But seriously, did you consult God on your goal? No, really. Did you spend time with him and seek his will and guidance? Now I've found that when I set a goal that I truly believe and know that God is part of, there's this extra confidence, this extra almost insurance policy that no matter what I'm about to face in the coming weeks or months or years, that God was part of setting this goal and he has my back. Because truly, if it's his will, my confidence and even my desire to work toward it should skyrocket. I spent the last month journeying through the book of Proverbs in the Bible. I know a lot of people who read a proverb a day, right? There are 31 chapters in Proverbs, so a chapter a day covers you for a month. Then you can just begin all over again. I'll tell you this honestly. There have been times in the past couple years that I have set out to do just that, read a proverb a day. Why? Because someone else was doing it, and I thought it was a good Christian thing to do. Like, it's God's word, it's his truth, and Proverbs is a book mostly about wisdom. So how come a couple months back, when I was in about the 7th or 8th chapter, I found myself telling a friend, yo, I'm reading through Proverbs right now, and I'm just not feeling it. Wait, what? I feel like all Christians love Proverbs. I feel like the book is such a staple in our relationship with God, so why was I struggling through this line-by-line, gem-upon-gem book of the Bible? I'll tell you why. Because I didn't consult God on this goal. And it became so clear to me. I was literally in the middle of the book of 2 Samuel in the Old Testament, reading through it every day, super invested and really enjoying it. But for some reason, I decided, hear that, I decided, to jump ship and jump on this Proverbs bandwagon. And there I was, working toward this goal. This goal that was truly a good idea, but was it God's idea for me at that time? Now that right there may be an entire episode coming up because let me be really clear, just because something is good, even good for and in the kingdom of God, that doesn't mean that you are the one who is called to complete it. And maybe you are the one called to complete it, but maybe not just right now. So just so I'm really clear, consult God when you're making a goal. Let's move on to number three who will this goal serve? I'm going to be really real here. I kind of feel like I didn't learn this in my own life until 2021. And now it is a standard question I ask myself, not just because I'm a child of God and the Bible says that I'm to serve others, but more importantly, I have seen the effects of this in my own life. And have witnessed and experienced incredible testimonies and changes and blessings and peace and joy. So why would I not continue on this way? You see, that's the amazing thing about how God works. His plan works. And serving others is part of his plan. All right, this may be a silly analogy, but follow me with it. After a back injury ended my basketball playing career, I began coaching a local high school girls team while I was still in college. It was one of the most challenging things i've done i remember sitting down with my college coach after i hosted the first tryouts day and i said to my coach oh my goodness i cannot pick a team like they're all terrible (laughs) nobody is good enough to be on this team wow kayla really like way to give people a chance right that's a whole nother laundry list of lessons that i learned during that time but i did pick a team we had eight players And truthfully, the team had won zero games the year before, and the principal asked me to coach alongside one of my friends, a college soccer player who just happened to be a teaching intern at their school. The principal asked us to be more like mentors for the girls, but I was clear from the start, like we will win. I'm not just coming in here and going to be okay with losing. That's just not how I roll. So for the team that had won zero games the year before, we started the season off six and two. We actually ended up losing out in the first round of playoffs with only six players at the time. But I had to learn to keep it simple and keep it fun. We had a couple offensive plays, one sideline out-of-bounds play and one baseline out-of-bounds play. It was probably the fourth or fifth game of the season and it was a close game. We had the ball on the baseline out-of-bounds and we were down by one. So it was time to set up the play. The classic pick-the-picker. Now, if you know anything about basketball... It's a staple. We ran the play and scored to go up one with a few seconds left. So the other team immediately called a timeout. My girls ran over to our huddle so pumped up. And one of them said, coach, it worked. And amidst my excited high fives and also, hey, the game's not over yet mentality. I remember just wanting to say, yeah, duh. Like it's designed to work. I've been telling you this for months now. Just run the play. Execute the play. It works. Well, we won the game. And probably the very next game, there I was yelling and frustrated again, like, hey, execute the play. Like, what the heck? You clearly know it works. I drew it out perfectly. You've seen it work. Just execute the play. Okay, I hope you followed me with that journey down memory lane, but it's a memory I've always held close and laughed at over the years, mostly with other basketball players who just get it. But the more and more I grow my relationship with God, I feel like he's that coach, And when I finally say yes, when I finally execute the play he set out so long ago, and I come running with praise like, God, you are so good. It worked. I get it now. And I see him kind of like I was in that moment. Like he's sitting there going, yeah, I know. Like the play is designed to work. Just execute it. You see, the truth is God is God. He has no limits. And actually quite often he uses people to do his work in the earth, right? His Holy Spirit prompts someone randomly to pay your bill this month, and you recognize God as provider. He prompts someone to write a song that touches you or someone to speak a word of encouragement and you recognize him as your peace and comfort. He uses people. And hey, he uses you too. I cannot say enough how real this became to me in 2021 as I finally said yes to starting an online Christian women's book club. No, I'd been asked many times for a couple years before that, but I didn't think it was for me to do. But in February of 2021, I said yes. Actually, I said, okay, God, I'll try it. I'll set this goal and I won't give up on it. Let me tell you, the blessings that others received through the year had me in tears and in awe of God. And I wasn't the one sending the money paying the bills, birthing the child, or healing the sickness, all I did is say yes to God and then set the goal with him to grow this book club and continue it on. And when I questioned if I should or could continue, or when I as the leader hadn't even completed the reading for the week, I still showed up and served because I had set the goal along with God to serve those women. Others were dependent upon and blessed by me continuing on toward this goal. I'm telling y'all for real, if there's one thing I learned in 2021, it's that my goals and God's plans for my life, that my yes to his plan, it is not about me. It's about who he needs to reach. And I'm just the vehicle, like this gateway, this Uber driver to get his touch to someone else. So please, when you're setting a goal, consider who you are serving with this goal. Now you may be thinking, but I have a goal to lose weight. Who possibly am I serving? I'm making myself better. You're right. But you're also setting yourself up to play with your kids and grandkids at the park without running out of breath. You're also being an example and encouragement to that one woman at your job who has also been wanting to lose weight but has no confidence and no support system. I guess what I'm really trying to say is look beyond yourself. Every goal you set is so much bigger than just you and what you think you will get out of it. And if you can take the focus off yourself and really see that if you accomplish this goal, others will be blessed through you, then you're more likely to stick with it. Well, I made it to December 9th, the second to last book club meeting of the year. Since the first book club Zoom call on February 11th of 2021, I had never missed a Thursday. I was committed and I wasn't the only one. So when December 9th hit, and I had just arrived in California and my niece had basketball that night and I was scheduled to take her as my brother and sister-in-law were going out of town, you're not going to believe this. I chose the book club. We had two meetings left for the entire year, and I was not about to reschedule or quit now. I was in in February when I said yes to God, and 44 Thursdays in a row later, I was still in. Because I had realized more than ever, it was not about me. It truly wasn't about me. Sure, I benefited every single week, but this goal that I set with God was about who I was serving and who he was reaching through that Zoom meeting each week. The funny thing is, at the last minute, my brother and sister-in-law delayed their trip and were able to take her to basketball. Nobody else may have noticed how significant that was, but for me, that was God honoring my faithfulness. And finally, number four, What is this goal adding to my life? Here's one of the problems I find with setting goals, or especially resolutions. You often commit to removing something from your life. Like, I'm going to stop drinking soda. I'm going to stop eating carbs. I'm going to stop sleeping in. I'm going to stop spending more than I make each month, whatever it is. But in order to stick with something... I believe it's important that it adds to your life, and that you speak that it adds to your life, and that you recognize that it adds to your life. When we submit our ways to the Lord, He is the God of adding, not of taking away. Now, we may feel like it's taking away something. We may feel hurt and some resistance and some withdrawal, if we're honest. But if we truly trust God and who He is in our lives and honor Him as God and Lord of our lives, then removing does mean adding. But there's a role that our own words play. Instead of setting a goal to remove soda, set a goal to add in non-sugary beverages, to add in more water. Instead of setting a goal to stop eating carbs, set a goal to add greens and proteins to fill up 70% of your plate at each meal. You see how that shift happens? You're not going to set a goal to not spend money on things you don't need from Target each month. You're going to add discipline into your finances and therefore add freedom in your mind and increase your saving. Add money management. Add peace. Add positive talking. Add time with the Lord. Add health to your life. Add joy. Look, I am all for setting goals. I didn't spend most of my life as an athlete, then years in professional sports and the fitness industry without talking about goals nearly every single day. Setting goals, achieving goals. Setting new goals, planning the steps to achieve the goals. Setting new goals, reevaluating those goals. Trust me, I get it. But here's the shift. As a woman of God, my goals are no longer my goals. My goals are his goals for my life, and I am honored to be chosen for the opportunity to fight and battle through them, to achieve them, and to serve others, because through all that, I am truly blessed. Let me go back to the point I was making earlier about a couple months back when I wasn't really enjoying reading through the book of Proverbs. Well, I quit right in the middle. I didn't finish the 31 days I had set out. I just quit right where I was and went back to 2 Samuel right where God had me when I decided to do something else. But here's the cool thing. Last month, I truly felt it was time to hit up Proverbs again. I felt it was time to get some quick, short bursts of wisdom that would kind of punch me in the gut every day. So that's what I did. And when I tell you, I have enjoyed the book of Proverbs so, so much I have seen things that I never realized. God has showed me so many examples in my own life through his word and how I can apply his principles to my life every single day through Proverbs. Through the exact same pages, I set my own goal to read months ago. But now was his time. My goal this time was also his plan and wow. And when I receive messages on social media about how a verse I've shared is impacting someone else, about how what God has been showing me has made their day, made them think, made them forgive, made them use a fresh perspective. Look, I'm telling you, it's all part of his plan. The play works. I just have to execute the plan he set out. I'm going to leave you with this with one of my favorite verses from the Bible. Now, you may have heard me share it before because in 2017, this one snuck up and smacked me right upside the head and changed me. Oh, and you know what? It's from the book of Proverbs. So here you go. Proverbs 19, verse three says this. People ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord. Boom. Mic drop. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at KaylaFit. It. I am so grateful for you, and I have recently hit 1,000 downloads of this podcast and have discovered that I have listeners around the world. I can't believe it. Would you do me a favor and share this episode on your social media and let me know where you're from? Oh, and don't forget to tag me. I'll see you next time.